Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, it's me, your humble social studies teacher, Mr. Palumbo, and welcome to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Here at Professor Liberty, we discuss history, economics, and government with a little social commentary and geography sprinkled in for good measure. I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And don't forget to give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. That really helps the podcast grow. Of course, like always, if you don't like the show, please don't do anything. But if you're listening, I'm assuming you like the show. You can also email me any questions you might have on any topics that you guys might want to explore. Email me. The email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. Okay, so today I have an idea, and we'll see how it pans out. You guys know how it goes sometimes. Uh, It's just a quick little podcast today based on a little idea that jumped into my brain this morning. Everyone's familiar with the old children's song, Old MacDonald Has a Farm, right? You know, it goes something like this. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on his farm he had a cow, E-I-E-I-O. Who talks like that? What is E-I-E-I-O? I think maybe it's like to introduce vowels to kids, but... They're missing a few vowels. So anyway, I thought to myself, on the face of things, Old MacDonald is clearly a capitalist, right? He's got a farm, which is his private property. He's got all these animals, which under a capitalist system, Old MacDonald would own all of his animals. I'm sure he's got farm equipment. And so clearly he's a capitalist. He's going about his day. He's got cows. He's got chickens. He's got pigs. He's got horses. And he's doing pretty good for himself. And what a great way to explain capitalism. Capitalism is a system in which individuals can make decisions on how to make money. Individuals can become farmers like old MacDonald. Under capitalism... Capital, and we'll get to that in a minute, is what drives the system. And it's individual-based. And it has a lot of freedom and liberty involved. But there's also a lot of risk involved. So under capitalism, the individual is in charge of things. And the individual pays for everything. And the individual owns everything. In a capitalist system, old MacDonald decides what to grow, what to raise, What kind of feed to buy? How many animals should he own? What kind of animals should he own? How much of these animals should he own? How much should he pay for these animals? How much should he sell these animals for? And like I said a few seconds ago, Old MacDonald also assumes all the risk. If Old MacDonald's cows don't produce milk, or perhaps his pigs aren't fat enough for that good old Christmas ham, he's going to lose money. If he loses money, he might lose his farm. So he is motivated. There's an incentive there to bring a good product to the market, right? In a capitalist system, Old MacDonald has to efficiently organize and manage his capital. What is capital? All right. Capital economically, well, normally when people say capital, the generic definition is money. 
Okay, money can be capital. But the economic definition of capital is anything that helps you make money. Okay, so in old McDonald's case, the capital could be the animals, it could be the land, it could be the equipment, it could be the feed to feed the cow so the cow makes milk, it could be the milk jugs that store the milk. All of these things are capital. So under capitalism, it is the individual and the capital that runs the system, right? It's the, it's the, the undercurrent of the entire system, the foundation, if you will. Well, what is socialism? Well, that's a great question, and I don't think a lot of people actually know what socialism is, but everyone seems to be for it today. Under socialism, the government and the individual share responsibility. They share ownership. They share the uh, read the distribution of goods and services, right? So now Old MacDonald isn't in fully control of his farm the government is now a partner, whether he likes it or not. And the further you go down the socialism train, the socialism spectrum, if you will, that's where you get to communism, okay? So communism is socialism. Socialism might not be communism, but communism is socialism, all right? Extreme socialism is communism, and that's where the government owns everything, so now if Old MacDonald becomes a socialist, what happens? Well, he doesn't have a cow. He might have 50% of a cow. He might not own all the chickens. He owns 20% of the chickens. And the government owns the rest. And, old, and whatever Old MacDonald generates as far as the money from selling the cows and chickens and selling the milk and selling the eggs, that goes to revenue. But part of that goes to the government who is now a partner with him. In a socialist system, the government does not have to give consent from Old MacDonald regarding how they're going to spend their share of the revenue. Now, mind you, Old MacDonald is doing all the work. Old MacDonald is getting up early. Old MacDonald is feeding the cows and the chickens and the horses. The government is just waiting for the profit. And then they get to take their percentage and do whatever they want with it. So notice that governments do not generate any revenue. They take from the individuals who are actually making the money. Normally in a socialist system, the government is involved. It takes away from private individuals and it gives it to the greater community. So whatever old MacDonald made on his farm, the government is now going to give to people who did not have anything to do with the farm. They didn't grow any chickens. They didn't grow any cows, raise any cows. They didn't get harvest any eggs. And they're going to give the money to these people. Now, the people the government gives money to are poor or poorer than old McDonald. Maybe they don't own farms. Maybe they don't own property. Maybe they don't have any money. Maybe they're barely getting by. But also we have to point out that they didn't contribute to the farm. So old McDonald is contributing to them, but they're not contributing anything to old McDonald. Remember what we said about old McDonald assuming all the risk. Well, here's the thing about socialism, boys and girls. Old MacDonald is still assuming all the risk. But now he's added an expense in the form of taxes that the government is now levied upon him. Well, what do I mean by this? I mean, under capitalism, old MacDonald had a cow and he could sell that cow, that whole cow. He could sell the whole cow. But now he only owns 50% of the cow. So his profits have now been cut in half. 
There's an expenditure. It could be 20, 30, 40, 50% of his capital now goes to the government. And we know that the government is inherently inefficient. So the money taken from old McDonald is going to go through the government bureaucracy and be wasted. How much of that's going to be wasted and how much of that is going to be graft and stolen? How many people are going to game the system and, and get some of this money uh, because they're they're lying, you know they're not they don't really need it. How many uh, uh, how many votes is the government going to get by giving this money out to people? Hey, I got you this money from Old MacDonald. Don't forget to vote for me come November. And what happens to folks like Old MacDonald? Why is Old MacDonald farming anyway? Why is he a farmer? Farming like any other venture is a business. You're raising livestock. You're growing crops for profit. But notice under socialism, if old MacDonald raises 100 pigs, 20 of those pigs might go to the government. So now he only has 80 pigs. If that number keeps going up and up and up, what is going to cause old MacDonald to keep going? At some point, he might not own any pigs. Now, for a, for a comparison, under communism, old MacDonald would own zero pigs. He's just working the land. The government owns everything. The government owns the land. The government owns the pigs. The government owns the equipment. Old MacDonald is just a worker that receives some kind of government stipend. There is no personal incentive for Old MacDonald because he owns nothing. And you see, boys and girls, you can see the trap here or the slippery slope maybe might be a better uh, example or, or description with communism and socialism. If the government keeps pushing old MacDonald too far, he might not have any incentive to keep going. Why should he take all this time to raise a cow, to raise a chicken, to have pigs, to grow crops? Why should he do all this when the fruits of his labor are going to be given to people who didn't contribute anything to the farm? And that's what we're having today, boys and girls. Socialism is alive and well in the United States of America. We have so many programs that are socialistic. And maybe to some degree, some socialism isn't bad. Maybe we need to take care of those who can't take care of themselves. Maybe in a rich country like ours, we can take care of the less fortunate among us. But where is the line? How much money can you take away from someone who works and give it to someone who doesn't before that hardworking American just decides... You know, why am I busting my butt? I think I'm just going to stay home and be like the other people and just get money from the government. What happens if old MacDonald gives up the farm? Where does the food come from? You see, boys and girls, economic philosophies, or shall I say decisions, have consequences. But we often make decisions based on what sounds nice and what sounds good. And this utopian, you know, fantasy land where we just think we can do these things and they're not going to have any consequences. But every economic policy the government institutes is going to have a consequence. Just like in physics, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Today, we're seeing millions of Americans staying home. We're seeing unemployment remain high. We're seeing businesses unable to find workers. We're seeing the prices of gas, lumber, groceries, the prices of everything, really, going up. And coincidentally, we're also seeing an administration that is pushing for more and more government interaction in the economy. 
President Biden wants to forgive student loans. He wants free child care. He wants free this, free that. We're just going to spend money until we run out of paper, I guess. I just read today he wants to give free internet for everyone. But free is not free. I just showed you that under socialism, the government takes from the wealth generators and gives it to people who haven't generated anything. So what kind of society do we want to have, boys and girls? Because socialism is expensive. Do we want the song Old MacDonald to go like this? Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. But it got so expensive that he decided it wasn't worth it anymore. And he decided to let it go. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. You can also email the show at ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. If you'd like to see some activities and lessons that I've created, please go to TeachersPayTeachers.com. Go throughout the land and proclaim liberty.